0: You are listening to the FCF Leadership Podcast. This podcast has been created to help you connect and achieve your destiny as a leader. For more information, visit our website at fcf.org.
1: We've been uh, talking the last uh, couple of uh, podcasts about strategic thinking and uh, along those lines, but um, uh, a lot of times when we think about strategic thinking and planning, um, we don't always see how that inner interacts with our faith and, and how faith uh, plays into that uh, to, to thinking and, and to strategically planning and thinking and um, what 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 would you say in reference to that miss cookie how would you how would you address something to something like that, that to that mindset that way of yeah. thinking
2: well it struck me at the end of the last podcast when Pastor John was sharing his testimony of the faithfulness of God, um, that they kept, got supernatural results that started first with their faith mm. but came through their plan. And their plan was God-breathed and that's why they could focus on the plan, the strategy God gave them yes. and not on their current circumstances. So really, to be a strategist is to be a person of faith. Yes, If mm. you're going to do what God wants you to do, it's not enough. Faith is always active. Yes it is. It's always active. It is not passive. Mm-hmm. So if he if you're going to believe God for something there's always going to be steps that mm-hmm. must be taken. And to discover those steps requires a strategic thought process mm-hmm. Excellent. it requires us to be able to say i'm stepping outside the box mm-hmm. i'm not going to say oh well i'm going to say this scripture today and i'm going to say this scripture tonight this is how i'm going to pray and develop some kind of i don't know six steps to success as opposed to a god-breathed strategy mm-hmm. that is a life of faith
1: mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. that's good
2: exemplified. That's when you see results. You want to know why your faith doesn't work? Because you're not working your faith. That's good. Good. The way to your faith is to allow the Holy Ghost to breathe strategy and then walk it out. Amen. I heard Brother Keith Moore say there's two realms we live by. We either live in the earthly realm or we live in the heavenly realm. There's no in between. So the earthly realm means you're focused on what's happening here and now and results driven. Mm. But God, His realm, the heavenly realm—it's already done. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. the
2: results are already there. We don't have to wait to see no. something yes. in yes, this yes. earth. But what we're doing when we're in faith and our eyes are on the heavenly realm, His plans, His purposes for this earth—it doesn't matter what's happening. Like Pastor John had talked about in his testimony, they—you know—they put a timeline that they felt was achievable, but because they weren't focused on what was happening but on what they believed the strategy God gave them that's what their focus was on they didn't have to go those five years Mm -hmm. it happened shorter because they weren't focused on this realm they were focused on his strategy his realm his purpose and so that makes all the world of difference I just feel like it's so much easier to say oh we're bringing the things of God down to such a uh carnal level of practicality no, you're stepping up into that's his right. sphere, yeah. Yeah, into yes. his realm yes. you're walking on his streets, yeah. yes. this yes. is yes. how yes. he yes. works Amen. and so if we can shift our mindset and say this is how I want to operate, I'm stepping up to this level, that's good. man we see that level results in Amen. this earth and that's awesome to see I, 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 because I, 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 we've already seen it by faith I, Amen. Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: That is so true. God is a strategic thinker. Yes. yes. You know, we've talked about that. Yeah. I mean, that's, we're, we are a product of his strategic that's thinking. Right. That's, that's exactly right. God mapped out a plan mm. of redemption. We're the, yeah. We are part of the fruit of that. Uh, that, mm. that took a lot of strategic uh, thought and planning on, on the part of God. And so he, he is a strategic thinker. We want to be like him yes we we want to when we grow up we want to be just like daddy right i mean we want to be like father god and it really is encouraging to know that he has placed within us the qualities that are necessary in order for us to develop strategic thinking in our lives so first of all we have those qualities in us and we talked about that in the first podcast and then secondly as we partner with the holy spirit then as he works in us and through us he enables us, He helps us develop those qualities that are, have already been placed within us. So today we're going to explore how to put these qualities into practice. In other words, how can we make this fruitful? How can I make this fruitful in my life and in my ministry? And one of the ways that we might think about this is using a, a metaphor of a, of a map. So if you, if you have a place that you want to go, perhaps on vacation, you want to take a trip you have a specific destination in mind you you look at that map whether it's uh, on paper or whether it's a digital device you look at that map you see that destination and then you recognize where you are right now and what strategic thinking will enable you to do is to move from where you are to where you want to go it enables you to go from your present state from your present place to that destination that God has put in your heart you know that, that that desire, that vision, that aspiration—that's within you. You know, God, God will enable you uh, to be able to take the steps necessary to go from where you are to where you want to be. So, as we as we move through our podcast today, think in terms of this me- metaphor: we're moving from where we are to where we want to be.
2: Uh, it reminded me of um, this last year at uh, one of our leadership summits. I think it was uh, Tucson where I shared a a clip of a video of uh, my dad, Buddy Harrison, the founder of our organization. And in sharing that clip, um, he was talking about um, positioning yourself to have a paradigm shift, engage paradigm shifting, and be willing to change. Mm. And he was talking about, he said, it's like if you have wrong thinking and a wrong attitude, then you can't embrace that. And one of the examples he used was, it's like having an old map. And by looking at that map, you can probably get to where you want to go. But if you embraced a new map, then you probably find some of those roads may not even exist anymore. anymore. Or they're shorter, easier routes with less traffic and or more interesting sites to see along the way. There's so many more options available but to you of information by embracing a new map mm-hmm. and looking at it from a different perspective than being stuck with the old map and say this is the way we've always gone. Right. It works, it's fine, there's not an issue. I'm just gonna keep using my old map. And you miss so much of what could be available mm-hmm. to
1: you. I think that's interesting because um, when we drive and uh, we travel sometimes we're on the road and we'll have you have the old like you said the older maps mm-hmm. when you have the newer maps with the newer roads but with apps that they have today mm-hmm. you can actually see where the traffic is yes. you can see where construction's at exactly. right. and you can actually eliminate obstacles mm-hmm. and things that'll slow you down by having even a more fresher map a newer map uh, an up-to-date map Mm -hmm. and so i thought it was really interesting because when you said that's what thought i thought i was like wow we we avoid we literally avoid traffic jams and slow traffic by by looking at the app and it says you know that there's traffic here so we'll find an alternate route Mm -hmm. that will get us through that and actually avoid that so i mean Mm -hmm. that's that's definitely something to, to, to be looking at and thinking about
3: you know sometimes when people hear us talk about changes some people gravitate, think, oh, they're going to change what they believe. No, we never deviate from the message that we have from the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Methods, though, can change. And that's one thing we're talking about right now. We have to be willing to change methods and have to be willing to change our methodology. But it always lines up to the message, the Word of God that we have.
2: Amen. So let's
4: let's take a minute and open up the map. Let's take a kind of a broad brush look at the map here. Uh, A big view of it. As we think about strategic thinking, um, when we engage in strategic thinking, one of the things that's happening is we're generating options. That leads us to various options. It helps us to answer the question: What are the possibilities? So we begin to think strategically. All right, I know where I am. I know, you know. So how am I going? How am I going to get to that destination? Well, if you're looking at a map, there are all kinds of routes that you could take. Uh, Some might be longer in distance but shorter in time. Uh, You know, depending, like you were saying, cello on uh, traffic conditions and construction and so forth. So, you you know, what are the possibilities? You know, there are lots of possibilities to go from where I am to the destination that God's put in my heart. Strategic thinking opens up and generates options for us. So then as, as we have these options before us, that leads us to some strategic decision making. So we have to make some choices, we go from thinking about what are the possibilities to what will, what will I do? What will we do? Um, so that points us then toward decisions, strategic decision-making. We, we begin to decide on the route. Okay, I, I see various possibilities here. There, there are three really uh, optimal routes to take. I think I'm going to choose this one right here. So we come to a place of decision now I know, where of course I know where I am, now I know the route that I'm going to take in order to get to my destination. And that really leads us then to strategic planning, where I actually have to take action. So how am I going to do it? How, how am I going to move from where I am to where I want to go? So perhaps I, you know, I, I take the action of, of being, beginning to follow that route that I had decided on and discover midway through I have to make some adjustments or some changes based on various conditions. Um, and so i along the way I, I begin to map out or I begin to plan the actions that I'll need to take in order to get from where I am to where I believe God wants me to be so strategic thinking will help you create actions that will enable you to reach your goals or your vision or your destination whatever your destination strategic thinking will create the route on the map that will take you from where you are to your intended endpoint so let's think for a few minutes then about how to make strategic thinking and strategic planning work for us so so here are some key things to consider. first of all, know your current reality. you know know the state of your life or the state of your ministry um, in one sense you, you in doing this you have to look at the good the bad, the ugly you have to be very yeah. realistic yes yeah. definitely know, in, in some definitely. ways we are exceeding you know we're doing great. Mm-hmm. But perhaps in, in, in other facets uh, to what we're looking at, well, we, we could stand some improvement. I mean, we have to take a very honest look at the current yes. reality yeah. that, we, mm-hmm. you know, that we're engaged in. And then uh, another thing to do to really make strategic thinking work is to collaborate with others. Remember, we need to be open-minded. Um, we want to collaborate with other people. Have them give their input. Allow the Lord to use others who are really trusted counselors to speak into the situation. Uh, they can bring fresh ideas, creative approaches, wise insights. You know, coming from a pastoral perspective, I recognize that one of my responsibilities is to oversee the vision that God's entrusted to our local church. And and as such, of course, I have a, a place of authoritative making. But uh, I don't assume that everything about that vision has to come through me, that I have to generate all of the different ideas and ministries and so forth that God would have us involved in. I mean, that's one of the reasons he sent such wonderful people to us is because they've got great ideas. God's put some wonderful yeah. things inside of them. Yeah. So, so part of, of looking at that map and going from where you are to where you believe God wants you to be is to collaborate with others. Let them share the wisdom and the insight that God's given. Mm-hmm. Now, that probably doesn't mean that you have to listen to, to everyone, to, to every idea, and give every idea the same weight but it's important to have trusted, oh, I don't know, trusted counselors, people that you can, uh, that, that you know have a good track record yeah. uh, who, can, who can speak into various situations. In addition to that, another important element is for us to challenge assumptions. We really don't talk about this a whole lot, but it, it is an important part of strategic thinking mm-hmm. and strategic planning. We need to challenge the assumptions we, that we presently have. For example, just because something worked well in the past doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best method for success in the present or as we look forward into the future. Um, you know, an example of this might be uh, someone who wants to uh, evangelize uh, the community and the method that they choose is to go door to door. So they're sending people door to door and uh, after, after six long hours on a Saturday Uh, They find that they really had no open opportunities, you know, people either wouldn't open their doors, or they didn't invite them in, or they didn't engage in conversation. And so as you think strategically about how are we going to reach our community, too often uh, 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 assumptions are not challenged. In other words, by sending people out door to door, the assumption is we're going to engage in conversation, we're going to have opportunity to share the gospel, and so forth, when in fact that that turns out to be a false assumption right. in our mm-hmm. present culture people people generally speaking aren't that open to uh right. opening the door to people they don't know engaging mm-hmm. in conversation True. so True. forth walls go up defenses go up so m- my point is that, that one thing that would be valuable to us is to challenge assumptions that we have what are the assumptions that are going into this this plan that i have what, what things do i need to consider what do i need to look mm-hmm. at again so Challenging assumptions is important. Yeah, I was just going
0: to throw something real practical. Even you're talking senior pastoring change assumptions, we grew up with the assumption you have to receive the offering after praise and worship. And we just always did it. And nothing against it. It's just we yeah. assume that's what you, yeah. that's where it's supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. And one Sunday, I just really felt like I was supposed to get up and start the message right after praise and worship. I did that. And honestly, I didn't even think about when the offering was going to be. And we did it at the end and people felt so much more freer to give Mm because it was like they've now received something. It it changed it up. Our faith
2: was inspired. Yeah, and so we
0: started, someone came to me, uh, our associate came, and he's like, man, maybe we should just change it up and start doing it at the end. We did it at the end, and giving went up. Yeah, you know, the Lord can lead you in that, and what he's doing is bringing variety, Mm -hmm. bringing freshness even to your church service. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. I almost, like as we're talking about this, assumptions will always limit us. Oh, amen. Good point. You know, when we assume that we know the way, Mm -hmm. that's why a strategic thinker has to be open-minded because you never know what way God's going to use. He could use a donkey to speak to you one day (laughs) and then use a prophet the next day and then a prostitute. (laughs) The following, I mean, when we read the Old Testament, you can't just say, this is how, I mean, God has a process and that he will speak to you. Mm-hmm. God does have a process in that it will be known to you, mm-hmm. but you can't assume what way. It could be through yep. a lot That's of excellent. different variety of, of channels. So yeah, the yeah. assumptions, I, when I just said challenge the assumptions, challenge, what am I expecting God to do? Yeah, is, You know, mm-hmm. is, is this like when we were believing God for, for finding, we are believing God for checks to come in the mail. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They didn't come. You know, I mean, and I started I had to get real. Where did I get that assumption? Yeah, and uh, you know, sometimes eventually they yeah. th- there would be people that felt led to send us something. But yeah, yeah, just yeah. when I heard
1: that, our assumptions can limit how yeah, God if, really wants to us. If if everybody's if everybody's thinking alike, then nobody's really thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Right. So if if that's we're smart. if we're always if we're always just duplicating what everybody else is doing in our life, not just necessarily church, but just in our life, mm-hmm. then we're not really thinking. We're just literally getting in line behind mm-hmm. what everybody is. We're not really challenging the status quo of, yeah. of, of our life mm-hmm. or yeah. how we're thinking.
3: I like what John was sharing there because it showed that he was being led by the Spirit of God. And sometimes we're led by the Spirit of God. We don't even realize the That's impact true. that it might have. But in all of this, in strategic thinking, it never takes out of the equation, though, of the Lord's leading. Amen. You know, Jesus yeah. said, I, I I don't do anything on my own. I only do that which I see my father do. do, and I only say those things I hear my father say. Yeah. So he had a strategic plan, and that was his plan, always listening and always obeying, yeah. and it brought freshness, brought results, you know, that, that he was believing for, you know, yeah, okay. uh, and it'll do the same for you and me yeah, today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Amen. I think that there's this misconception of when you hear the word open mind, being open-minded, mm. that means yes, you're open yes. to anything. Right. Oh my no, gosh. no, 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 no. And so yeah. sometimes I think we, we're afraid of the secular. Excellent. We're afraid if something we say sounds like the secular world, mm. then we are out of God's will. Mm. And being open-minded, and we all have to develop this because open-mindedness does not throw the Bible out. No, no one's saying, "Hey, be open mind, but throw the you know and throw the Bible out." Being yeah. open mind meaning being don't limit God, don't limit to what how He wants to work. Excellent. And I love what you know Pastor Fred used to always say. So he goes, "Paul said, I know in part, and I preface, prophesy in part.' Yeah. Both of them. We only have parts. You yeah. have a part. I have a part." But if we'll put all the parts together we'll have the whole pizza yeah. you know and so being open-minded doesn't mean that we're saying you know go out to you know this ungodly way right. of doing things it's no being open-minded from my own <laughs> natural inclination of assuming right you know what god's going to do don't
2: be a blockhead yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I can remember
3: pastor buddy using it as a scripture and he said we know in part, we prophesy in part. Only prophesy the part you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the it's so true. <laughs> and th-
4: there is a difference between being open-minded and empty-headed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your illustration there. <laughs> oh, I thought it
3: was a testimony. <laughs> So
4: as we continue to uh, focus on strategic thinking and, and planning, and how does this work? How do we make this work? we talked about how it's important for us to know our current reality. It, it's vital for us to collaborate with others, also to challenge assumptions. And then another thing that's, that's important to us is to learn to ask the right questions. That's good. Yeah. Effective leadership isn't just about knowing some answers. Effective leadership is about... Asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. If we ask the right questions, then the Holy Spirit will help us in obtaining the correct answers to those. To look where we need to look. Not spend time and energy in places that we don't need to. But if we learn to ask the right questions. So
1: what would be some questions that, that, that would need to be asked? You know?
4: Well, you know, some of the things we could, we could ask ourselves. You know, what has the Lord uh, said to us? Or what has the Lord said to me thus far about this? You know, just go back. Uh, rehearse that. Uh, what, if anything, has he indicated to us about the future direction of this? So, you know, that way it really keeps us on track with what the Lord's saying. What has God said? You know, that's, that's the starting point, isn't it? That's, that's where we begin. What are some possible ways to move forward? You know, there's nothing wrong with brainstorming and coming up with all kinds of ideas. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, that's not to say they're all going to be God ideas, right? But just to be willing to entertain any idea. Um, so you know what are some possible ways to move forward what are the best options to consider what steps need to be taken what should the first step be what key resources will be needed you know that's a good good thing to consider as well what am i going to need in order to to make this be successful how should those resources be procured you know am i going to need to uh is there any fundraising that's going to be involved uh You know, uh, some of the resources I may need to accomplish what God's called me to do are going to require multiple steps in getting those resources. So those are things to consider. Mm -hmm. What else should be involved in this as we go forward? Uh, In other words, we we may have the five steps we think we need, but it never hurts to go back and say, is there anything else? Are we we missing something here? What else do we need to consider? Mm -hmm. Always good to take time to think about that. And then I think it's wise to, as best as we can, to construct... A, a realistic timeline. What, what is a realistic timeline for this? Uh, that's not to say that we don't challenge ourselves with the timetable, but you know what, what's realistic about this? You know wh- what do we believe uh, is the time involved in order to obtain this? Uh, you know, John, the last podcast you talked about believing God to get out of debt, mm-hmm. and you had said a, a you, you believe a five year uh, timeline on that was very realistic. Mm-hmm. And yet, you because you did the things you talked about last time and you employed these different principles, you saw the Spirit of God move in an accelerated way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, when we, when, I was, when we were looking at that, to be honest with you, when I first sat down, it wasn't like, we want this done to be in five years or we're failures. You know, it was more of, this is kind of like a five-year goal where we wrote down several other things as well. Um, but one of the things that really helped to design uh, some of the actions to be taken was, was we made a list uh, of these. Like we, need, we knew we needed to make more money. Like We, could, we weren't going to just, just believe God that he was going to just send random money, but we also believed that he would increase finances and so give us some different ideas. So anyways, what, what, one of the things that really helped us in creating that realistic timeline uh, of making sure we were taking steps continually – Uh, was placing things on a calendar and uh, was setting them up. Like there was a certain time during the day that I I set aside on a calendar. In our coaching, we learned this. They said, when you put something on your calendar, put it on your calendar as if it's a doctor's appointment. Exactly. You know, otherwise you just throw it on the calendar and hey, today I hope I I read, you know, the Bible today. You know, one of the things we did is we sat down and I just said, this is the time of night. Everyone's asleep. You know, I talked to my wife. And so I set aside, I was like, this is the time... I'm going to pray, not just personally, but I'm going to get the mind of God on this. But I also am going to read this book. I'm not going to just look through it. I'm going to be intentional about finishing it. And uh, when I when we designed those steps and then put them on a calendar, they ensured uh, that we were going to do that. I also knew one of the steps to take was, hey, we got ourselves into this mess alone. So I'm not going to get out of it, you know, alone because I'll just end up in the back. So one of the things, you know, coaching was on our calendar. That was a set time, but also um, the different times to uh, invest into other people and let other people invest into us. And so I really probably will say it and challenge it. When I'm not on point in achieving and sh- thinking strategically, I can go back and look at my calendar.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: When I am on point, I can go back and look at my calendar. Mm-hmm. And I look That's at good. I've now, over now seasons of leading in different spheres of, of the church I have now had, I can look back and I can see how when I when I had those steps and I was thinking strategically, I was progressing. When I wasn't, I might have been progressing, but I might have been. De- there was no guarantee in which way. The only guarantee I have is I know when I had the calendar set, I was progressing, and it has become a huge tool uh, for uh, designing those steps.
4: Yeah, so it's really important to, to design the action steps that need to be taken. Mm-hmm. And and to your point, uh, you know, committed to writing, you know, put it on the calendar. I see committed to writing, you know, could do that digitally. But, you you know, in other words, you you have a method that you use in order to identify and to to essentially keep it as a record of what actions you're going to take. And and sometimes, uh, as you mentioned, you know, uh, having a specific time set aside, putting it on your calendar, you know, you're going to do such and such thing at a specific time. Um, That's vital, really, in getting... where you are to where you want to go. Mm -hmm. Another thing that's important is to assess as you move forward. Um, You have to determine if there are any adjustments that need to be made. Just because you've looked at the map, you know where you are, you know what your destination is, now you've got the route that you're going to follow. And just because you're going along that route doesn't mean that you won't have to make some adjustments along the way. There may be some things that uh, you, you couldn't see because we only know in part, sure. right? Yeah. So there's some things that, that we didn't see, some things we encounter that we hadn't counted on or thought about. And we have, to, we have to assess what we initially think may be effective steps to take may prove to be not as effective as what we thought. And so we just have to take a moment, take a little time out and see, you know, in what ways do I need to adjust this? Are there better ways to accomplish this? Is, is the Holy Spirit speaking to me or indicating that uh, a different path needs to be taken. So these are all valuable things to do to make sure that we're moving forward as the Holy Spirit would, would have us go. Amen. Mm-hmm. And then one other element I'll mention here is that uh, coaching, again, uh, coaching is very important, I think, in helping us develop a strategic uh, mindset, strategic thinking, and to also assist us in strategic planning. The coaching experience will walk you through this process step by step. In, in fact, you know, you really can't be involved in coaching without going through a strategic thinking process. It will help you. It will hone your skills. It will you, allow you to uh, to not just develop some strategic thinking techniques, but rather it will help you become a strategic thinker. And really that's that, that's in essence what we're talking about in terms of what God's doing on the inside of us it's not just it's not just the journey in terms of where the destination is but as we get there God is developing things in us and growing things in us mm-hmm. so that we are becoming a different person than when we first started out in the journey
3: mm-hmm. I would just think of something you were sharing there about um, about moving forward and assessing and being open to the spirit of God about what Paul was doing here when they thought they would go to a certain place and the Holy Ghost forbade them to go. So they started going to Missaea and Bithynia but the Spirit, you know, suffered them not to go there. But finally, they heard what Spirit of God said go to Macedonia. So they were willing to to move. They had a plan. were wanting to serve God, but they were willing to listen to the Spirit of God and make adjustments that were necessary mm-hmm. to get them to the destination mm-hmm. or God's purpose mm-hmm. for their life. That's yeah. good, great
4: point. Mm-hmm. It, interesting to note that they were on the move. Right? They, on they didn't the just move. wait. They were they yeah. were moving forward. Yes, they were. They just needed to correct their path according mm-hmm. to the perfect leading of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. Is the app updated.
2: Mm-hmm. The there end, you end go ended, yeah. Exactly. yes Amen. yeah
4: exactly. GPS updated
2: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> so you know as you do these things you'll successfully move from strategic thinking to strategic decision making to strategic planning the result you're going to end up from where you presently are to your desired destination that place that God has for you yeah, yeah. God's purpose yeah. so there are a couple of things just to to think about as we summarize here and uh, close uh one thing that's really important to do is to set aside time every week mm. for strategic thinking. Yes. To basically put on your calendar mm. time like you would, like you'd, you'd put an appointment there for a doctor or dentist or whatever. You, you set aside time in your calendar where you're going to think strategically. You're going to take time and, and uh, set that apart for strategic thinking. To think strategically, you have to move beyond busy. strategic thinking points us toward being proactive instead of reactive so you know that's one of the one of the vital things i think that needs to be done in order to become a strategic thinker we need to know our current reality collaborate with others don't be afraid to challenge assumptions we need to learn to ask the right questions to design the actions to be taken to assess as we move forward and to uh, not hesitate to be engaged in the coaching process. These are all things that will help us move from where we are to where God's called us to be. And the, the bottom line of all this is that we are becoming
2: more and
4: more Godlike as a strategic thinker, just like our fathers
0: you have been listening to the FCF Leadership Podcast, where our focus is to help you achieve your destiny as a leader. Be sure to mark your calendars for the upcoming East Leadership Summit in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Speakers include Keith Moore, Jeremy Pearson, Happy Caldwell, and Dr. Pat Harrison. Join us on August 20th through the 22nd at Life Changers International Church. For more information, visit our website at fcf.org.